Welcome to Effed Up Successes, the weekly creative entrepreneurs podcast about failing upwards and navigating the journey of authentic growth. It's 2020 and we could all use a drink. One of our favorite places, Walsh Family Wine, is officially open for guests and welcoming all of our wine sipping listeners to enjoy a chilled glass of vino in their shakily decorated space or open air patio. I'm so thirsty, Rachel. I love their I want to go to Walsh right now. Let's go. Let's talk about it. Reservations are strongly recommended, and currently they're not offering food, but that means you get to bring a picnic. Who doesn't love a picnic? What's I better? charcuterie right pack now. Pack up some charcuterie and some sandwiches. Yeah. Pack the kiddos in the car. Get yeah. over to Walsh. Speaking of kiddos, all ages are welcome. The best. And dogs are welcome. Which is even better. Even better. Even better than that. Who doesn't want to drink wine and pet dogs? It's my dream. And even though it's hot as hell in Virginia right now, you get to go inside as long as you're wearing your mask, but they are limiting groups to 10 people or less. Bring your like couple best friends, put your masks on, get a bottle of wine to share. So again, remember reservations are strongly recommended and can be booked on the visit tab of their website, which is walshfamilywine.com. You can also go there to sign up for their wine club for sweet discounts and recurring wine orders to get you through 2020 because that's what we definitely all need right now. I want wine at a discount so I can drink more of it. Every morning, every night, I need a wine break. Sounds great. We'll see you guys at the winery. See you there. I really want a milkshake now. I am not a cat. I do not meow. <laughs> I can't. I can't with this song. Megan, you look so good. She Megan looks, looks, looks like she'd be in like a R&B music video from like yeah. the 90s. Bitch, I'm a cow. Are we going to get sued for playing this? We might. Doja Cat, please don't sue us. We love you so much. It's really like an homage yeah. to Doja. If anybody's been following along with Rachel's social media in the last like two weeks you've heard this song maybe been, 90 times i've been real into it i well adrian went out and watched a f- the f- the fight apparently there was a fight that happened at some point oh somewhere like an world. advertised fight i don't know maybe it was spanish because it happened at like 2 a.m so he was over at his friend's house and he came home and i figured he was probably super hungover so i was like it's like 11 o'clock it's time to get up now so i just blasted doja cats moo I died when I saw this. She, Of course, she filmed herself doing this. Well, so the thing is, he didn't wake up for Doja Cat. So then I played <laughs> the, the, the all-time queen, Gloria Estefan's Get On, Get your, on feet, your Feet. Because it's also the <laughs> other. And then I have maracas just kind of randomly placed throughout my house, specifically for moments like that. So I will come up with some Gloria Estefan and some maracas. Because I love it. that's how you wake up in my house. For any future guests. I'm never staying with you. <clears throat> I can't wait for you to stay. <laughs> I'm never going to stay with you. I feel like I'd wake up with like a dick drawn on my face. Well, if you fell asleep first, because that's the rule. That's true. You know and I do. I do fall asleep. When It's weird. Like at home, I stay up later than Billy. He's always like asleep on the couch by like 10, hmm. which is really annoying because I'm trying to watch my boyfriend, Dean, on Supernatural. Oh, girl. I'm all about, there was, I was literally watching it. It's my laundry folding show now. Yes. And there was a moment where Sam was like, Dean and I need to talk to you in private. And I was like, Dean, I also need to talk to you in private. <laughs> Wait, his name is Dean on Supernatural too. Supernatural. So yeah. S- Dean from Gilmore Girls plays a character called Sam. Yeah, his Sam. name is Sam. But okay, the brother, but brother, is, brother is Dean. Is Dean. Okay. Also hot dad, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Dean Morgan. Lots of Dean. Dean Deception. Dean. Turns out we're all going to marry a Dean. <laughs> Give us the Dean. There's a lot of Dean. Give us the Dean. <laughs> that's the new That's the That'll new be slogan, our podcast you guys. merch, you guys. No more hashtag pink glow. It's hashtag give us the dean i love it <laughs> anyways liddy how are you i'm good i'm feeling good we've been hanging out all morning you look so lovely in this dress don't you love it I you're know. like a mix between like a what is it mario what's the doll 
What? The Russian nesting the dolls. Little nesting doll. Oh, I have somebody called? inside me right now. <laughs> <laughs> little people. Russian nesting doll. You know what I'm talking Matryoshka about? Matryoshka dolls. Right? Yeah. Is it mat- Matryoshka? Yeah, yeah, I was saying it right. You were saying it right. Don't make me feel like I don't know my Russian. <laughs> I thought you were going to call me like a Harajuku girl. You, okay, I was trying to say you're like a mix between a Matryoshka doll and like Iris a sweet Apple. little. Yeah, like Iris Apple meets like. Like, it's almost like Mexican print, but also, like, yes. pa- it's just very chic. I, I love it. But it. then runway ready, too. Yeah, I love it. It's it's comfortable. Good. It's very booby. It, I know. I'm really I sorry. Like it. It's really Why bad when I said Never apologize. Listen. Rachel for and Linny, staring at your exquisite breast. For Linny morning. and everyone out there, never, ever, ever, ever in your life apologize for your boobs. Ever. Okay. I don't care what the situation is. You never apologize for boobs. That's also a hashtag. Never apologize for boobs. Lenny, I wish I had boobs like that. I mean, listen, you here, your cup literally runneth over. <laughs> and here am I. Love it. Like, just trying you to make boobs. Just trying to fill out the dress. That's Rachel, if you had Lenny's boobs, you would topple over. I would not be able to. I'm already unbalanced. I wouldn't be able to stand up straight. That's for sure. But you know what? When I did manage to prop myself up in a chair, I'd be like, what's up? Look at these unapologetic Check breasts. Like Dolly Parties. I love yeah, so, Dolly can do it. I can so do it. So my mugs. I think Dolly has like a built-in corset. I, I think love so. Dolly. But so my I'm making these like feminine boob mugs on my clay company, and they have gone crazy. Like people, they're so with good. interest. I'm gonna call them the Dolly mugs. Oh my god, the Dolly mugs! So if you guys good don't one. know, Lenny's Color Clay Co. is like the best stuff in there. Every time yeah. I see it, I'm like, oh God, I want that. And then I remember, I realized that I know the person that makes it. Shameful so plug, good. but I don't even care. Plug. Just because we're talking about Dolly. I have my beautiful... Um, boob bugs. Boob mugs, but I'm looking at my um, disco ball. Her name is Dolly. So I feel weird about sharing the name, but Dolly it's cohesive, just... Though. It is cohesive. It's so cute. Dolly yeah. mugs. I also feel like, I don't know who else would be a good... So did we decide that boob. we're like sending pictures and then i want you to draw it on the mug that's yeah i would <gasps> only Custom from friends See? only from friends i don't want I weird you. people sending me their boobs can i just make a quick interjection here yeah <laughs> so i'm talking to krista who we all know and love who is krista corner krista you guys basically like this podcast is just a fangirl of krista um so i forget what we were talking about we were talking about having krista on again and I'm talking to her now, and she was like, also randomly, funny story, the guy I went on a date with last week really did his research and listened to my episode of the podcast. And I oh, was yeah, like, she was telling So good on you, sir. First of we all, we will revisit you. In Chris's next corner. So she met this guy at a wedding that we both worked on 4th of July. Oh. So he was a groomsman in the wedding. <gasps> oh. So I she feel said, that's shame, wait, he actually said He actually said... He was like, so it's interesting your parallels between the wedding industry and the online dating. And she was like, I just practically spit out my coffee. Like, I think that's actually great. If you want to, like, research. There's a level, obviously, that's, Krista, like, sterile check his research, freezer. But, like, no, no, no. If a guy is, like, willing to put in the... The effort like, to look you up? Absolutely. Yeah. Like, I keep Adrian trying to tell did, her that. Adrian, like, like, remembered everything that I had ever said to him. And I was like, I don't... How did you... I didn't remember saying that. That's true. Which I think is, Billy like, did that, too. When someone cares that much, yeah. I think that's a good sign. So, sir... But Whatever still check, is, check his freezer, Krista. Good. Make sure there are no body parts. He's share cute. our podcast is with he? your friends. Yeah. Is he? Do you have a picture? Um, she's 
could guess what me. we're gonna she's gonna kill this we'll do this off air listening we'll do it. he'll pro- probably hi sir if you're listening don't kill our friend but if thank you, you kill for her the whole nation knows now because we're talking about the podcast but and if we'll you're a great guy to a, like, crime what, junkie podcast. what a great meet cute Does guys we are like... setting people up if we can't figure out what to talk about from here on out we're just gonna become matchmakers a, a matchmakers yeah yeah if you guys would like to find Someone. Rob no, no, Bob. don't tell. I don't don't no names. Name. Sorry. His name is Kevin. I mean, Kevin. Bob is also the most generic name in the Not world. for a young guy. Is he an old guy? Is he oh, Christian old man? Fun guy? Like fun guy? <laughs> what? No. What's I happening? said, is he an old guy? Because I feel like Bob is such like an old guy name. I'm going to name my kid Bob now. But that was a joke about Christian dating old men. Oh, yeah. So yeah. he probably is like, what, like 80? No. Perfect. I want to see it. Okay, Anyways, well, we have She'll things to talk me about if I today. Tell you how old he is, so we'll talk about this. <gasps> he's a baby. Oh, he's young then. Yeah, you know her too well. He's a baby. He's a, she doesn't date baby. young men, so if she's embarrassed by Ooh, it, young men. Ba, like ba, you don't ba, have ba, to marry ba, him. You can ba, ba, just young play with him. It's a play thing. It's Sorry, play Bob. Day. Sorry, Bob. Sorry, Bobby. His name's probably Bobby, isn't it? I cannot it? remember oh. his name. I'm gonna have to dig It'll be Bobby if he's young. And then he's Robert when he's middle aged. Or maybe Robbie. Bob. For when he secretly kills people. Babo. Bob. Babo. Hey, Babo. No serial killers named Babo. <laughs> Bobo. I think he's it's just. True. Bobo the clown. I think he just knew that she was like a no nonsense kind of person. So he yeah, was like, I'm going to get my shit together because I really am. I want her to yell at me. I mean, listen. He wants to be. Maybe. There, yeah. We, we have said it before. I will say it again. <laughs> There's no kink shaming. We are never going to kink shame anybody. Also, so Bob, I that's just want to repeat it again. You. Do not ever apologize for boobs. That's just, I want to drive are that they, point home. Are they out again? No. I, yeah, they are. Well, I mean, perpetually, but Wait. we love it. Right. Sorry. Our podcast is now powered by Lenny's Boobs. Yeah. Are they sponsoring? Boob power. This episode is sponsored by... It's sponsored not only by Walsh Winery, but also by my boobs. By Walsh Family Do Wine you name your boobs? and Lenny's Thank Family you, Boobs. Thank you, Walsh Family Do Wine. Do you have them named? I don't. I don't either. I have my breasts named. Who? I don't... Did I don't, some people name them. I boots? knew somebody that named them mm-hmm. after, um, oh, like Flora and Fauna, like from Sleeping Beauty. My sister has and Thelma her, and Louise. Her they're just kind of nether like, bits were Meriwether. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I don't know if I like Meriwether for my vagina. I just don't think you need to name all of your I don't either. body parts unless there's like something extra. Like if you had like elephantitis in your leg, you should name <laughs> that leg, right? It's practically a pet at that or point. Or like a giant goiter that deserves <laughs> its own name. <laughs> Perfect. Well, we actually do have some business-related topics to discuss. I don't know. I don't even remember what they are anymore. Oh, you're looking at me because I have have the topics in front of me. So um, I'll take the lead, everybody. So today we are actually talking about um, how to prepare your business for this year and for next year. Um, I know there's so many unknowns out there right now in the wedding industry, in multitudes of other industries. particularly for creatives and for for small businesses, it's tough right now, right? It's navigating completely uncharted waters. And it's like not even navigating uncharted waters. You're navigating uncharted waters on like Jupiter. Right. You're in a different planet. Completely different. So there's a lot of things that we need to kind of continue doing, which is obviously serving our clients and doing the best that we can. But there's a lot of stuff that needs to change. So like marketing, for example, is going to be a new thing for right. 2020 and 2021. So Lenny, can you tell me about how you've adjusted your marketing? Yeah. So one thing I've noticed, especially, I think we're all 
in the understanding now that like this is going to have long lasting effects on our business. I think when this got started, it was like, oh, well, we'll be back to business in no time. You know, they won't skip a beat. But obviously that's not the case. So for me, you know, I am kind of re... I don't want to say revamping my business model because I'm, I'm not, but because I, I do have so many branches to my business, I'm having to kind of reform sure. my business plan. But for, you know, my wedding industry businesses, what I'm doing is actually bringing on my associate Tisa to actually be more of a partner. And she's going to be taking on some of the weddings because next year, you know, most of our weddings from this year have been postponed to next year, mm-hmm. which means we're looking at double bookings. Right. We're looking at fewer dates to bring that income in. Mm-hmm. Um, and we really can't afford to not bring income in. Sure, yeah. So if you're thinking about all of your, you know, projects that you're pushing to next year, <laughs> not COVID. Yeah. Not, yeah. not a COVID cough. No, I just, I get super dry in here for some reason. It's cold it is cold there's a pillow and I don't know <laughs> there's a pillow cavernous no I don't know <laughs> it's fine um but yeah so like all of the weddings that got pushed to next year like we're not making extra money on those weddings right. like we're not capitalizing on COVID yes. so we're relying on still being able to market for next year right which... and I think that you also mentioned that you're shifting marketing to yeah. focus more on elopements and micro weddings which yes. are <clears throat> obviously becoming more of a thing right so I'm following the market I'm looking to see what people are wanting you know doing some market research so obviously elopement have always been things that we have loved working on, um, which has been kind of a benefit to us knowing that that's kind of where the market is headed for a while. I am finding a lot of clients coming in still hoping to have these big dream days Mm -hmm. for next year, but like I always tell them with a, you know, word of caution that like that might not happen. So um, we're focusing more on the people that are still hoping to get married. Right. Right. But are having to scale it down. I think that that's uh, a really safe bet too. So if you if you consider what you just kind of said, we all are probably dealing with the fact that events, there's either very few or none that are happening for us this year. A right. lot of them have moved to 2021. So that does kind of a two-part effect, right? So number one, you don't have... The, the events happening this year and you don't have the income of maybe some newer events that are booking because you have dates that are booked up or people are kind of afraid to do that. But also you no longer have those dates available for other events that you could be taking. Right. Um, so whereas you may be doing, you know, five full service weddings a year and then maybe 10 event management or, or whatever your structure is, now we're seeing that it's kind of being restructured even more so to where, micro weddings and elopements are becoming more part of the norm. And, and, and not only that, but micro weddings are becoming the norm on off days, right? Right. So Saturdays are pretty much no longer available for anybody for new weddings or postponements. It's mostly Fridays, Thursdays, Sundays, I have Tuesday weddings, I have Wednesday weddings, I mean, any day of the week. Look, love doesn't care what day of the week you're getting married. But um, with that, it's something where you kind of have to reassess how you're marketing. Because if you're just saying, like, look at these big gala events I'm doing, look at this giant 200-person wedding, your market may or may not identify with that. You know, clients are looking to say, how do you service me and my guests in this truly bespoke luxury way? The same way that you would if we had 200 people, but now we have 20. Right. So restructuring the way that you're reaching out to people and the way that your marketing is going to be very important. Yes. Um, 
And also being able to be the guide of, you know, here are the things that are really important and here are the things that we can cut that still allow your event to be really special. So you, right. you may not have these full-blown crazy dance floors. You might have more of a lounge setting or you may have more of like an interactive experience or you may cut that all together this year to right. avoid, you know, any sort of intermingling and kind of keep with social distancing. So there's a lot of things that you need to kind of um, consider. Your marketing plan, I think that you kind of went through previous years with Mm -hmm. is going to need to change yeah I also think like looking at moving forward keeping these smaller weddings or events or whatever projects you're working on and making sure that they're not leaving your brand just because you're having to be more flexible with what you're doing doesn't mean you have to give up your brand I would actually yeah I would actually say the exact opposite can happen you know if you have a client for example that had you know a hundred people and they, let's say they had a hundred thousand dollar budget and now they have 50 people. If they still keep the bulk of that budget, the things that you can do are going to be absolutely magical. Mm -hmm. So you can really take the time to narrow in on certain design pieces, certain experiment experience based elements. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, it's no longer just your guests show up and there's like, you know, they come and drink a glass of water and they go to the ceremony. You can create a full blown magical experience from that. So you can transform what someone had that was going to be a beautiful day and turn it into like a really unique once in a lifetime experience. And everybody's going through this together, right? Like people that are having to cut back on their weddings don't know what to do. They're looking for us for this advice and expertise. They're like, now is the time to step up and be like, Hey, I've had this really cool idea Mm -hmm. that I'd love to do with you. Now is not the time to be shy. Now is the time to really help your clients have a really good, different experience. Exactly. And I would also say that, you know, our clients and our vendors are turning to us to say, like, what do we do? What's going on? And we're not scientists, although I would love to be a mad scientist in another life. Oh, my gosh. I feel like I was a mad scientist in another life. Um, But, you know, we don't know the real specific data. We can read what is, you know, a multitude of different pieces of information that are out there right now. Um, but we can speak based on our current experience, past experience and what other clients are doing. And I think that's a really beneficial thing to do is basically when you have a client come to you and say, I don't know what to do, you know, do I have a a micro wedding now? And then a, a, a bigger kind of party later, then you could say, listen, it's, it's up to you, but here in my experience is what's happening within the industry. Here's what we can do. Here's what we can't do. Here's what happens if we plan this up until a month before we go back in phases. You really just have to basically have a plan, a plan for if you continue a plan for, if you don't continue or for a plan for, if you continue in some sort of altered sense that still provides value value and meaning to the client because that's the biggest thing that we're doing is, is providing that value and meaning. So restructuring events is going to be a big thing um, that we we kind of have to do over the next few weeks, months, maybe years. Maybe years um, yeah. But I think it's something that as long as you approach it with positivity and do your research and basically work really hard, just like with anything else, we'll kind of get through it. So that's that's a big thing. Um, and along with that, we just kind of talked about taking charge of the situation. You can change the narrative, right? So you have probably, I think all of us in this room have had clients coming to us crying or devastated or angry or looking for answers and confused, just every single range of human emotion. And while we can't predict the future, 
we can tell them, listen, no matter what happens, we have experience planning events. We have experience getting people married. So while we may not know if you can have five people, 50 or 500 at your wedding, we can tell you how we can restructure that event to be meaningful and special to you in the coming months. Right. And I think that's really important too. Also, who's having 500 people at their wedding? Stop that. I, there's, I mean, that's a village. Italian weddings, Indian weddings, Chinese weddings. There's a lot of like crazy. Indiana weddings. Indiana Indiana weddings. weddings. There you go. I I don't like, personally, I'm not a huge fan of like big, massive groups of people. Even like concerts that I went to, I always love the more intimate personal ones. Sure. Um, Acoustic setting, please. I love love an acoustic setting. I remember one time I touched, I touched James Mercer's hand from the (laughs) shims because it was an intimate setting and I was like, I guess we're married now. (laughs) You guys, I'm I'm Mrs. James Mercer. I'm Mrs. Shins. I'm Mrs. Shins. Um, so yeah, I think that we have to kind of take the take control of the narrative. And it's hard, you guys. I know it's hard. I mean, every day when we're working on a reschedule for a client, we're hearing back from different vendors and people that are like, it's really scary right now. And people are scared. That's the biggest thing. I think that's kind of a universal element to this right. is the unknown and the fear of the unknown. And, you know, it's, it's one thing to say, hey, listen, I know all the stuff's going on in the industry right now. I don't know what's going to be happening with my business. But you still have to maintain that positivity, that professionalism for your clients right. and for your team. Because Even if, rolling the dice, yeah. Yeah, because sure. here's the thing. Like, I hate to be kind of harsh, but you took on this as a business owner, um, which we've talked about before, how if you don't want to have a business, be an associate for someone, be an intern for someone, assist somebody on the side. If you have this responsibility of owning your own business, you have to be able to take charge in moments like this when it really counts and when people are looking for a leader. Yeah, I love that. So how do you think, knowing what we know now, knowing that things are changing, are you restructuring like by adding additional teammates? Is that something that you're planning on doing for 2021? Yeah. So we've been really, really fortunate in the fact that I have a group of teammates that I rely on wholeheartedly. And fortunately this year, we've talked about this before, I was planning on taking a step back from new weddings anyway. So for a lot of the dates that where we have reschedules, I'm available because I've been giving those dates to my teammates. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been a couple events that we've rescheduled that I'm personally no longer available to be their day of lead. And I've then been able to fortunately pass it on to one of my team members who, again, I trust wholeheartedly. I know they're going to do a great job. So if you are in business with a partner or you have assistance or you even just have industry connections with someone. love that you're bringing this up. Yeah. Like we've talked about this before. You were just mentioning how something happens and you need to reach out if you don't have a team member available that day say you have you both have events that day which I I try to avoid but sometimes it's it's what happens um having the connections in in the industry or having a partner or someone that you can lean on is wildly helpful right so like for me like I'm really lucky I have both you know, you guys, so Megan and Rachel, like if I absolutely needed somebody to cover mm-hmm. an event, I'm sure I could go to either of you and hopefully have it. But this is, you know, another example to kind of get away from the competition mindset. Um, you know, other planners or other people in your industry, those, you know, they're assets. Like if you're friendly with them and you can find people that you bond with, they're almost an extension of your business on those days. So yeah. super helpful to kind of have somebody, not in your back pocket, but have somebody that you can think of yep. when you can't get your associates to help or assistants exactly. to help, then you can go ahead and reach out to people that are in the industry and to step in. I think that that's really important because there's a lot of industries where if 
that person's not available, no big deal. You book somebody else, it's fine. Like, I hate to say this, but like, we know tons of really talented cake bakers. So yeah. if one of our cake bakers isn't available, we can say, well, it's really close, but I can find somebody for you last minute. It's a completely different beast when you have months of planning, right. design, logistics, everything under your belt, and then you have to just hand that over to someone new. It's I mean, very hard. We took on a client recently um, that's getting married next month, and they're having a smaller wedding, and their planner was no longer available to do their wedding, and we had to kind of pick up all the pieces, restructure things, and there's a lot of things, because our planner was actually from out of town, they're from out of town, um, that they didn't really know, so we had to kind of reset a lot of things. So it's like we're doing double the work now because yeah. this planner didn't really know a lot of the basics. Whereas if, you know, if it was our wedding and we had to hand it over to someone, we have a trusted network of vendors and, and creative partners that know what they're taking over is going to be organized and structured, easy to understand. And then we also know their level of work is going to be up to par for what we would right. present to our clients. So it's a little extra work up front, but it ends up being better in the end. And. That's actually something that I think is a recurring theme for me. Every time in my career or my personal life or anything where I've been like, well, I'm just not going to do this now. I'll do it later. Or I'm going to like do the easy way now and then do the hard way later. It always, always sucks. That's so why like, we're here. That's why we have the podcast. Do guys. it the right way the first time. Build those connections if you haven't already. And I would even say if you don't have like a business partner, like Megan, you have a business partner. Mm -hmm. um, Lenny and I, we have team members too. If you don't have that, find another business in your, in, in whatever your particular mm -hmm. niche is and say, hey, listen, I would love to have, you know, a partnership in the sense that if you can't do something, you can send it to me. If I can't do something, I can send it to you. So we always know there's somebody that's reliable. And then it's an, that starts your network. Even if that particular person isn't, isn't available, they can say, hey, listen, I'm not. But the person that I would have stand for me is this person. Right. So you have those options. Um, but now is also a good time to think about whether you want to keep your business going or whether you want to absorb your business into somebody else's, whether you want to bring on a partner or bring on an associate. And I think we'll probably talk about that a little bit more on the second part of this episode, but that's going to be something that's really important to figure out what that means to you mm -hmm. and what that structure is. I love that. Um, now, in addition to that, we kind of talked about marketing and other things. Um, there's going to be a lot of things that you'll need to do to kind of boost your business and to build it and to restructure. Mm -hmm. So obviously right now things are scary and money might be tight. Super tight. A little, little scary for most people. Your income that you had last year probably is not what it is this year. So there's a lot of things that you could be doing that right now we have the luxury of time, right? right. We may not have the income that we have to splurge on certain marketing materials, but we do have the luxury of time. Right. So if you, for whatever reason, can't afford to pay your marketing company or pay a PR person to do what you're doing right now, which is the ideal, right? there are free and cheap tools that you can use There's, to boost your business. There are a lot of free and cheap so tools. And if you're not using them, now is a time to start. Definitely. I mean, we all use Instagram and Facebook, right? Like we all use social right. media. I would say that is one of the most powerful free marketing tools out there. And we've talked about this, I think, with mm -hmm. Kerr. I think we talked about this with Casey. Um, it is basically as long as you know how to use it and as long as you're engaging properly, mm -hmm. you can ask people questions. You can pose like um, things that just kind of make your your potential clients 
communicate with you right. and interact with Get you. Get the conversation started. Yeah. And that's mm-hmm. going to be really valuable for you because you're on it already. Like, let's be honest. Sure. And even if so, I know like with me, I'll do some marketing ads through Facebook or Instagram. And you guys, they're yep. not that expensive. Super cheap. If you have 20 bucks to spare, great. You mm-hmm. have a great ad campaign. So yeah. I think a lot of people look at Facebook and Instagram marketing is something that is daunting and undoable, but it's really not. And they make it really user friendly. And there are articles out there that actually tell you how to do things. And this is also maybe a good time to, again, if you can't afford a marketing company, there are templates that you can buy. There are people selling tutorials. Those are the small ways that you can make investments and then put in the DIY work because right now you may have to put in the DIY work. So those are the ways that you can basically reach out, get some information, and then you can basically share that with, you know, your potential clients and hopefully book more clients. That's right. And there are a lot of outside companies to people like Trello. Trello is one that we use a lot actually for our podcast. Love Trello. Trello is free. Um, you sign on, they make it super easy. You can make boards that yeah. allow you to kind of log out and plan out everything as part of those projects. Just keeps you organized. Keeps you organized, which let's be honest, we all need a little extra help with that right now. Absolutely. Um, Canva is something we use a lot for our marketing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I like to call it like Illustrator or a Photoshop for dummies. Like mm-hmm. you can put together campaigns, so um, design boards, and again, things they have like templates. That. Yeah. Templates, mm-hmm. super easy. And if you're not good at like making your own templates, I mean that's what I go to basically for all of my yeah. my stuff, my newsletters. They have, they have so much stuff on there. They have stock images. If you don't have any images that fit exactly what you're looking for, so you can basically go on. You have a free design tool to create beautiful marketing material, right. beautiful email campaigns, whatever. Yeah, right there. At your and it's really good. Free. Sponsor us, Canva. Sponsor we us. Should. Hashtag or at, at Canva. Um, I know we use a lot of um, Instagram planning apps, Facebook mm-hmm. planning apps. When you, maybe things are crazy, we don't want to post every day. So we've talked about those before. But apps like Later, yep. um, gosh, Plan, Planoly, mm-hmm. all of those. Those can be super helpful. And all of these are free up to a point. So if you guys decide that you want to go pro on some of them, again, it's not super expensive. Yeah. I mean, I have the pro version, I think, of later just because it mm-hmm. allows me unlimited um, things to schedule. And, and that's one of those things where, again, you might be having to DIY your social media, but if you can structure out that hour of time to put together a bunch of posts for the next two, three weeks, then you have officially created a marketing plan on Instagram for the next two, three weeks that you no longer have to touch. You and you're not to having on. to pay somebody to do your social media marketing. Exactly. Yeah. And you can go on and have them interact with people. You can have them do whatever it is that you want to do. Um, or if you do want to have a person, sorry, I'm thinking about my person, which is great, but, um, <laughs> I do want a person, if you don't have a person, then you have to do that, but yeah. you can get it done once, not have to think about it. And then you could work on other things. So it's it really, we talk about working smart, not hard all the mm-hmm. time, but like eat now more than ever. Yeah. We have to drive the point home that like now's the time to do it. Yeah. And also I think we have one more app listed and this is probably my favorite. It's called Calendly. Mm-hmm. It allows you to schedule your calls with your clients, and they can pick whatever time. So it's super nice. You get on there, you just mark off the times that you are available for calls. You give your clients a link, they can pick whatever time works for them. And then boom, there goes the dynamite. I've been waiting so long to say that. Oh, wow, everybody. (laughs) I love it. Uh, You you have to just schedule it. It it makes my life super easy. I don't have to worry about hiring a scheduler or, you know, um, a logistical helper just because I already know it goes straight into my Google. Like I have it synced with my Google calendar. It goes straight into my calendar. Mm -hmm. I have notifications. I have upgraded that. So now my clients get text reminders for their calls, which is super nice because we're all busy. Yeah. Um, And you know what? That's that's also, again, like a, a, 
a luxury service. Like it is. My massage therapist will text me the day before my massage and be like, hey, look, really looking forward to seeing you. And I'm right. like, not only am I like, oh, yeah, that's the thing I got to do tomorrow, but also like, what a nice touch. Right. And your clients don't know if it's you or automated or whatever, but right. they know that you're getting that confirmation. And I know this sounds like it's more logistical and not necessarily making you money, but think of all the time you're saving. So much time, you guys. Not going back and forth on emails, right. picking a time that you can then dedicate to marketing or restructuring right. to micro weddings or right. creating a hobby or whatever it is that you're doing. Especially if you're doing, I mean, like for me, I'm getting a lot of inquiries right now because people are finally like, I'm not waiting any longer to get married. Yep. So I'm yep. taking on so many more calls. Yep than normal. So it's so nice just to have it there. Managed. And I just look at my calendar. Oh, I've got to call this time. This time. Yep. This time. Great. I just call those people then. Yeah. Super yeah. easy. Super easy. Um, Super cheap. Definitely organized. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing too, we, we talked about earlier is MailChimp. Um, oh yeah. Meg and I were going and forth. We thought it was SurveyMonkey. It's MailChimp. <laughs> There's just too many primate so based many monkeys, names. Guys. Um, so but close. MailChimp is great because you can create beautiful, seamless looking newsletters. Every time, do you use MailChimp for color class? I do. I do use yeah. MailChimp, but I also have, um, I, my website offers email marketing mm, management, I love that. but I do have MailChimp for Bohemia. So that's the other thing. Check your website first before you buy yep. any additional services. There's so much marketing like material available on my website mm -hmm. that I just don't know about. Right. You don't think to look for it, but right. a lot of the times it's there. Yeah. Cause you know, when you're busy, this is, this is the difference, right? Like when you're busy on a normal year, you don't think about that stuff mm -hmm. because you don't have to, should you? 100%. Mm -hmm. But we have the luxury of being able to afford not to do it. Now we no longer have the luxury of that. So we should be going back, looking through all of the services that we already pay for, number one, seeing how we can best utilize those and capitalize on those opportunities. And then also looking into other free tools that we can also use in addition to that to basically make your lives easier, make things more streamlined, and then to also make more money. Yeah. And I mean, there are different um, platforms as well. Like there's Flowdesk for newsletters, things like that. So um, just do find some, the one that works do, for you. Yeah. Find the one that works for you. Do some research. If you don't like them, they're free. Great. Yeah. Change it. And again, that's the best way to come up with some general information. I remember when I was new in business, I was like, I have so many ideas that I want to share with the world, but I never did because I didn't think that there was a template, that there was a service that offered. Mm -hmm. Now I am at the point where I have so much experience that I'd like to share that it's perfect to pop into a newsletter and you can do, say your target is future clients. You can have a, a newsletter targeted towards your clients. Say you do education for other people in the industry. If you've been doing this for a long time, that's another great way to do it. Um, also like put your stuff on Pinterest. That's the one yes. thing I've been trying to remember to do is like pinning so things. It's hard. I know it's, it's hard. It's so hard, but I know people that have booked clients from Pinterest. So you just oh. have to, I've heard it's amazing yeah. like, to bring in clientele, but I'm just like, how? Yeah. So that's the other thing. Like look into how to And do... there are programs for that too that will automate almost like plan and later. Like sweet. And there's I think one like four wins or something like that. Yeah. There are apps you can download when you post that it goes straight to So it's it's literally yeah. like later and plan. It's just for your Pinterest. So you yeah. plan out all of that information and it will oh. post them on yeah. your behalf. Or Tailwind, maybe. I think, I think it's, it's Tailwind. tailwind. Yeah. Okay. It's four great. Winds. I think it's like a wine. Four, I'm so thirsty. Four Winds. I was going to say, <laughs> I think it's Thirsty O'Clock Survey now. Monkey and Tailwinds. Also, yeah. I think one thing that we didn't have noted here, but I know times are tough. 
we don't have a lot of money to spend on marketing. Right now, people are dropping a ton of giveaways. I'm seeing mm-hmm. giveaways like yeah. every other day on Instagram. And I just won one. I just won a giveaway for a free marketing like evaluation. Yeah, I'm jealous. So, you know, take a look on Instagram and see what's going on um, and see if there's something that might work for you and your brand. And that's free, you guys. Definitely. It's easy peasy. Yeah. So definitely check out um, all the tools we just talked about. We have even more to cover that we can't really wrap into this episode. So we're going to circle back uh, with another episode later to talk about part two, which is going to be more focused on uh, maybe more some team building stuff, but budgeting and how to restructure. Cause we already talked about how to kind of figure out what you need to do, but how to restructure your budgets for what your current income level is. Cause that's going to be really important too, moving forward into the new year. And then obviously after that, if you've already got your budget banging, then you're making more money you and you're saving go. all that money and you, you can buy yourself a yacht. So, uh, in addition to all of that fun stuff, in addition to buying a yacht, which let me let me on your yacht if you get one. <laughs> I love yacht. I love being on a yacht. No, I I, I love I, you a yacht. I love you a yacht. I actually don't like the water, open water at all. It's scary <gasps> to me. Sea but, creatures. Oh, I love it. But if I was on a yacht, it's different. It's different. You're in a boat. It's a luxury. It's good. It's a luxury on the water. experience. It's like luxury near death experience. Or is it like below deck Mediterranean? There you go. Ooh. I don't know what that is, but it's a Bravo TV show. Oh, about that's right. Yachting. It's oh. I'm addicted. Great. Let's do it. We'll Let's charter watch that a yacht, trash TV, but it's awesome. When all this blows over, we're gonna charter Her a yacht. Her name will be the Pink Glow. The hashtag yes. the Pink Glow. Yeah. Hashtag never apologize for boobs. Boobs. Um. So the other thing that you were talking about giveaways mm-hmm. reminded me that we are going to be doing oh, yeah a really great giveaway. Yes. It's I'm actually so bitter exciting. that I can't. Can I enter? Do I? Am I automatically disqualified? No. I, I think really you can want enter. I really want the giveaway that we're doing. We're not going to give you details yet. It's going to be super good, um, and it's going to be for pretty much any type of small business. It's marketing and it's based. Something that every single small business needs and or wants uh, right now and for all of eternity. So I'm like super pumped so about it. So stay tuned for part two part coming in a does. little while. It's going to be good. Um, And then we're also going to be doing some upcoming, now that it's kind of safe to be a little bit closer, Drunk Martha. (gasps) Drunk Martha. Drunk Martha videos. Um, I don't, we haven't kind of picked a topic on that yet, but we have a general scheme for that. So think hazmat. We're going to be dreaming and scheming. Think like Silent Hill. Maybe we'll make like, I was going to say some nuclear runoff cocktails or something. I think like. we find glowing cocktails? T-Virus, Umbrella Corporation. (laughs) We did conspiracies last time, guys. That's right. We're just going to g- roll with that. I and like now it. we're going to turn into, we're just going to bust wide open all the conspiracies <laughs> in the world while wearing our hazmat suits. That's I love what it. I'm be. excited. I'm pumped. Well, stay tuned. We hope you guys are having a safe COVID Safe and journey. happy. And Write into us. Tell us what you wanted to see from us on Drunk Martha. Just tell us what's going on with you. Sh- yeah, share photos hear from you. with your lives. Tell whatever's. us about your worst dates Ooh. or your best dates. Yeah. Tell us your favorite episode. Tell us how much you love us. Give us tacos. Tell us, here's some tacos. Oh, tacos. tacos. That's what I would love. Senior Ramones. Senior Ramones, taco time. So also, um, find us on social media. Yep. At f.up.successes. Yes. You can email us at f.upsuccesses at Mm gmail.com. And you can also find us on the internet at our website at f.upsuccesses.com where you can purchase sponsorship slots. Um, advertising and soon to be some fun little f up successes goodies, which some we're goodies. also going to talk about later. But yeah. you don't get that information yet. Listen to part two. We'll talk more about it. All right, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.